Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Girl Experience. My name is Judy. I'm Angie. And this is Katie. And she sounds a little tired because, guys, it's 9 a.m. and we are recording this episode bright and early. Yeah, normally we record around 9 p.m. or 8 p.m., but today we decided to change it up a bit and record bright and early. And Angie does not look super happy about it. <laughs> She's like rubbing her eyes. So hopefully as the episode progresses, you can hear her slowly waking up. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today, guys? We are talking about how to manage a breakup or how do you deal with a breakup, I guess. So obviously we've all been through breakups before, but do you guys want to go around and tell our listeners how many breakups you've gone through, I guess? <laughs> Okay, I guess I will start. Um, well, technically, I've gone through three breakups, but I really only count, like, two of them. Thank God I've only been through one. And I'm exactly like Katie. I've gone through three, but I only considered two of them official real breakups. So who wants to go first and explain how their breakup process was like? Maybe Katie should go first because she's the one who had to deal with the breakup most recently. So compared to my second relationship to my last one, I felt like I dealt with it pretty differently because the second relationship I felt like the relationship ended around a year before we actually officially broke up um, or even before and to be completely honest it hurt but it didn't hurt as much because I knew in the long run that we weren't going to get married type of thing so I knew it was just like a relationship for experience whereas the most recent one it was kind of bittersweet like we both knew it should have been done but it was hard for us to officially break up, if that makes sense. So in terms of that, I knew that it was for the best for self-development and everything. So I honestly just focused on myself. I started going to the gym more consistently. I started to like actually focus more in every aspect of my life. To be completely honest, the first like two weeks was probably like the hardest time of my life. Like I was like super sad, like needed to go out and drink and party and stuff like that. So I honestly just surrounded myself with like the people around me and everyone around me was extremely supportive like judy and angie like they knew if i wanted to hang out or i needed to like hang out with someone they would be there even though they're busy or they had other shit to do too so they were honestly like extremely supportive and so were my other friends they always like constantly like made me go out and everything because especially around that time it was hard for me to be alone and like my personality or not my personality but how i was a year ago compared to now like i was so much more dependent on others and the people around me but now like I love being alone (laughs) so it has definitely made me grow in the long run can I just mention that both times that Katie went through a breakup my house is a designated cry spot for Katie (laughs) yeah it's so funny because my second relationship we went on a walk around our area so to put some context behind where Angie lives in comparison to so like Angie actually lives one block away from me like literally one or two blocks exactly yeah. but my second relationship we basically went on a walk to officially break up and that was like around my area so after the breakup I actually like called Angie and I was like Angie I need to come over whenever she he gets a call from me <laughs> saying Angie I need to come over she knows that like something went wrong yeah for and, sure and especially after the last one she she fucking knew yeah yeah the last one i got a call from her at like i think 10 or 11 p.m no it was later than that oh really yeah because it was basically i think it was around one or two actually yeah oh okay well anyways the first thing katie said was i need to come over and i'm like oh 
That's the sign. I already knew what happened. I'm yeah, like, yeah, bring come the wine out. Bring all the snacks. Come on over. I'm ready. Shoes. Yeah. I, she didn't say anything, but so far I need to come over. I'm like, oh, <clears throat> I already know what happened. All right, come on over. It's okay. And that's what I also really like about our relationship. I mean, our friendship mm-hmm. between each other, like with Judy and Angie. Like, I don't even need to tell them what happened. I'm just like, guys, I need to come over. Or, hey, I'm coming over now. And they know exactly that, like, something is wrong. And they're going to drop everything. So I do value that. Thank you, guys. I know. I can... I. I second that because like whenever I have like anything going on and if it's something really bad I can just be like I need you guys right now like I'm let me come over and then like they'll change all their plans and everything and like they just know what's up so again very very thankful and also to add on to me always calling Angie what's really funny is I actually like couldn't even go to Angie's house for a period of time because I was just like scarred with how, <laughs> with like how I felt when I was in Angie's house because dealing with a breakout regardless of how much it impacted me I was just so like upset at that moment that like for example after the second breakup i couldn't go over to angie's house or even walk to her house oh yeah for almost like a month or two or yeah. a couple months yeah. i would say because every time you like walk over or something like that it's like oh no bring back the memories yeah. i had ptsd but yeah i'm okay now <laughs> also okay you should talk about how after your second breakup you just went to the club crying <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) talk about the actual breakup day talk about the actual breakup day okay this was my like high school relationship basically we were fighting during that week and we actually didn't see each other for a couple of days because we knew we needed space so i couldn't even like go to work because i was just very emotional and i was i don't know like my coworkers at that time always asked me like oh like how's your boyfriend or how's this and then whenever they just asked me that i would like start tearing up and like i couldn't even work i remember that yeah and then basically we finally made a day to like meet up and talk and this was also after work so i think this was around like two or three i got off and i met up with this give guy him, give him a nickname yeah it's so hard saying second relationship <laughs> and like blah, blah blah um let's let's name him tall guy yeah i was literally yeah. thinking oh my god yeah bffl telepathy yeah tall guy tall, tall guy. guy so okay so i met up with tall guy and basically we were going on a walk and honestly like i thought we were gonna get back together to be completely honest but good thing he stood his ground because I think I was like maybe so like comfortable that I don't want to leave the relationship yet even though I know it's the right thing to do and that our relationship was like so toxic and that I needed to break up but for me like I always I'm very open-minded with relationships so I always feel like oh they can get better or um, they can change and stuff like that and I always end up giving way too many chances than I should be but anyways fast forward we break up and I go over to Angie's and I'm just like bawling my eyes out for like an hour or two, like to the point where my eyes are puffy. And if anyone knows me, I don't cry often. And when I do, it's just like, it's really hard. But <laughs> that night was actually one of our close friends' um, birthday as well. So after breaking out with Tall Guy, I had to go to the club. It was freaking <laughs> Celebs Tuesday. And <laughs> it was just, she was ready to party. <laughs> I was not though like but this was like a really close friend that I I couldn't just like not go to the birthday like I had to but basically I went to the club and you know how like especially on Celebs Tuesday around that age we were like what like 19 and obviously like all of our friends were there and they were just asking like oh like where's tall guy why isn't tall guy here because honestly another backstory like you could never 
cash me out without him because he wouldn't let me go anywhere without him. He was very protective to the point where he would get mad if I were to go out or like give me an ultimatum like saying like, oh, we'll break up if you go without me, basically. Even when she hangs with the girls. Yeah, you couldn't cash me out without him for sure. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, yeah, everyone was shocked that he wasn't there and kept asking me like, oh, like where, where's tall guy? Like, and so obviously I had to tell them. And then basically the whole news just went around the whole club. (laughs) And then everyone was like, oh my God, Kitty's single, Kitty's single. And then like within the next week, it's as if there was this radar for like single Katie that all these guys who knew her just started DMing her. And it's just like, holy shit, how did they hear about it? But I think we all can just relate it back to that day when she was at the club. It was weird. It was a weird experience. But after getting so many questions from people like, oh, where's tall guy? Where's tall guy? I actually like had like a moment with Judy and I was crying in the club. And again, like I'm not a crier. This this was really like out of character for me. But it was just it was weird. Judy, do you want to let them know why we were crying or why you were crying? <laughs> okay, guys, this was like how many years ago? Like four years ago now, I guess. This was when I was still pretty like insecure with myself during my relationship with Peter because it was just nearly the start and then I remember crying with Katie at the club in the celebs washroom (laughs) the nasty ass ratchet washroom but basically I was at the club with the girls and then Peter was also there and then from far away across the club I see him talking to this girl who I thought was really pretty like I knew of her but I didn't actually know her right and then I saw him talking to her because one of his friends is friends with her so they were all standing together and then you know if you guys know Peter he's like 6'2 so he's really tall and the girl's pretty short so he was like talking really close to her ears and he had his arm like near her but not in a way where it's like he's trying to hold her it's just like you know how when you're tall and you're talking to someone like you put your arm on their shoulder kind of thing so he had that and I saw him like right in front of me across the club he was talking in her ear i'm like oh my god what the fuck is he saying and then i was just like so upset because i'm like he's literally hitting on a girl right in front of me so then i started just cry- i was like telling all all like angie katie and them i was like oh my god he's doing this is this and then all of them were like so mad at him for me and then one of our friends she like saw him from across the club and she just gave him the finger like fuck you <laughs> but then basically like we found out later on that he was only asking her for a fucking gum <laughs> but yeah that was the story and then basically me and katie were just crying together in the club because of that oh well she wasn't crying because of the gum thing but she was crying because she was actually going through something yeah that was that was pretty bad I I can't even imagine us doing that right now. Four years later, like crying in a club or just getting mad at like stuff like that. Yeah. We've definitely gone a long way. But a positive thing that came out of that that night at the club for Katie was that she met, not really met, but like that was when, that was basically the start of her next boyfriend, the third guy. Dun, 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 dun. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, we didn't do anything. Like we were already friends. Yeah, but he knew like that she was single and he was like, yes. Finally! 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 (laughs) This is my time to shine! And she was also wearing a sexy-ass outfit that day, too. (laughs) Should we post it on our Instagram so people know? Refer to this this picture. (laughs) Yeah, because even that guy was like, damn, I couldn't stop staring at Katie's boobs all night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, But yeah, that was my first breakup. And how I dealt with that one, it actually only took me about like a week or two to... 
get over him surprisingly because like i said or like i mentioned before i felt like the relationship should have ended like a year before the last year of our relationship was just very toxic and we were fighting all the time so i think that's why it was so easy for me to like move on because i knew like my worth in that relationship So enough with my first relationship and how I dealt with it because we knew that was super easy to get over. (laughs) So compared to my second one or my third one, I'm sorry, this relationship was a lot harder to get over at first just because in my eyes, there was nothing like extremely bad or wrong with the relationship, but it was more of like, I needed to grow up. He needed to grow up. Like we both just needed to start to kind of like reevaluate our lives and just like focus on ourselves type of thing. It was more mutual, I guess, in terms of we both knew it like needed to happen, but didn't really want it to happen type of thing. Like we obviously still loved each other. But how I dealt with that, I honestly just did what we kind of expected each other to do, like just grow and focus on ourselves and our and our self-development overall. So how I dealt with that one was again like surrounding myself with the people who are very important to me i started to be more open-minded like actually going out more having fun and actually enjoying myself and my alone time and just my friends in general and my connections that i had in my life type of thing and then i again just focused on bettering myself so like physic like my goals and stuff like that so like doing well in school doing well physically and mentally and just like learning to be independent. It's been actually almost a year and I feel like I have grown a lot since then. And the breakout was a blessing in disguise for I think both of us. Do you guys want to add anything to that? I don't know. Do you feel like if he didn't bring up the reason of, oh, it's because we both need to grow up kind of thing during your breakup, you would still have that mentality where you're like, oh yeah, I really need to step it up and change for myself. And you'll just treat it more like a regular breakup, like your previous one, instead of one where it's like, oh, uh, a wake up call where you have to, okay i'm gonna finally start working and like improving myself well to add some like context to the couple months leading up to our breakup i did notice my mentality and like my negativity actually was at its all-time like high and like especially like reflecting back on our relationship after we broke up i realized that i honestly was not the person that i would want to portray myself as or like be perceived as like I was very negative I was I was constantly like body shamed from like family and stuff like that and like I was just, I was just a very sensitive person like I was going through a lot of stuff and I felt like I reflected that onto him and put my negativity onto him which is also very unfair so I feel like regardless of our breakup or not I would have like I already noticed it right before we broke up and I was already trying to change myself but then because of the breakup it just pushed me to do it more consistently if that makes sense like right before the breakup I knew like he would still be like by my side and stuff like that so maybe I just took it lightly or was developing myself lightly but then after the breakup I was like you know what get my shit together and like I really blossomed in terms in terms of my mindset I think at first when you were going through the breakup you were thinking oh I just need to be a better girlfriend if I just change this quality of myself then he'll take me back kind of thing and then afterwards when it really got into your head oh it's official kind of thing like it's over over you you really focus on yourself and like that was able to help you grow up kind of thing wow that was another that was was very insightful angie (laughs) who are you (laughs) told you guys i'm a therapist just kidding um but yeah that's very true like i actually witnessed that like now that angie says it because basically what happened 
with Katie and that relationship is they started off with a break. They went on a few week break or something. No, it was it was supposed to be two weeks, but then we shortened it because we already like decided. Yeah, but basically it was the break. So then like right when they went on that break, obviously she was like consoling with us, right? And then like the way she was rationalizing the break and everything, it was just because like, oh, she wasn't good enough as like a girlfriend or oh, she's doing things that he doesn't like and all those things. But then after when they officially broke up, it's like I saw that shift from her saying, oh, yeah, like I need to work on this for him. Then it became more like I need to do this for him to I need to do this for me. Yes, good job, Angie. Finishing my sentence. Oh my sentences. gosh, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> relationship expert. Only yeah. been in one relationship. You know what? It's because the coach doesn't uh, play. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't play the game. That's actually very true, though. Like, because even for me, like, when I have, like, relationship problems, at least, like, back then, a lot, um, I would go to Angie and she would help me rationalize. And she keeps a very leveled mindset. So enough about me. Let's hear from Angie or Judy. Let's let's start with Angie because she's been awfully quiet over there. Are you awake now, Angie? I guess a little bit. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that laugh wasn't very like seal. It was it was more like. <laughs> I've been changing my laugh actually because. Well, how you been how you been getting insecure? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I realized like <laughs> I don't know why, but nowadays when I laugh, I'm like. <laughs> you do do that that's true that's true because i don't hear that <laughs> like <laughs> i, I oh used God, that was how horrific. did it used to sound like no i used to like it sound like i have trouble breathing like, yeah. I was like <gasps> no oh my god do you remember how judy used to laugh in high school <laughs> yeah i inhale air one time oh, funny story side story sorry angie it's okay one time me one of our friends and katie we went to eat dinner and then we got baked and we were laughing so hard that the whole dinner this is when i still had my old laugh so i'd be like inhaling air like oh, 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 like that right oh, yeah, you do and, then, stuff like that. and then by the end of the dinner everyone was like oh yeah i'm pretty full and i was like guys i can't like move like my stomach is so bloated and i could i was in so much pain and i realized it's because i was inhaling so much air from laughing during the whole dinner because oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but then i think even with Angie's laugh and my old laugh, when we're really laughing hard, I think you can't conceal those laughs. Yeah. Yeah. It's the type of laugh that will make you laugh even harder, especially Angie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. On you go, Angie. Okay. <laughs> so with my my with my relationship, the, the last month leading up to the relationship, I remember just feeling really, really sad. It was in December, basically. Like, the last month that we were together was December, which is, like, when the holidays begin. So, I've always, I obviously wanted to do, like, a bunch of, like, couple like, Christmas stuff, holiday stuff. But I think, I feel like in December, maybe my memory is wrong, but then what I can remember is I probably saw him maybe only, like, two or three times in December, which is, like, kind of bad. For the whole month, too? Maybe not the entire month, but, like, because we were both in school still. Like, basically, when the exam ended, we have, like, usually, like, a two-week break from Mm -hmm. when the semester ends to the next semester, right? And that's usually when, like, the whole, when Christmas starts and, like, New Year's, that kind of stuff. But during that time, I think I only saw him three times. And I remember, like, before we both were on, like, our Christmas break, 
he was studying and I was studying as well but then I remember just feeling really alone and like it just didn't feel like I was really in a relationship because during the time that we were studying for our finals like he really wouldn't text me or message me and wouldn't really like reply to my messages he would like reply to me in the morning and be like hey good morning like that kind of stuff and then after like I respond back once or twice he'd be like okay I gotta go like study now and then he would just not talk to me all day or like he wouldn't message me at all and then like maybe here and there he would like at night at like 11 or 12 a.m after he's like done studying he'd be like he would message me like hey you want to like hang and come over but like bro I gotta sleep like I'm not gonna come over around 11 12 a.m you know like I have I have to study myself and it's like yeah I get that you're studying but so am I so like can't you just like reply back to me like once or twice like here and there when you're taking a break when you're eating dinner when you're taking a shit or like I don't I really don't know like there's still time in the day to like message me right so I remember just feeling like super upset because like he wasn't yeah he wasn't responsive and like giving me any like time or effort of his day it just felt like that from my end and then because I felt so lonely and felt so sad and then it turned into like anger because I was like why is he like not talking to me like it doesn't make sense like I can give him the time of my day even though I'm busy like why can't he do the same so then I think by the time that he was done his exams I was getting pretty petty and I was like okay if he doesn't want to see me then I'm not going to see him and like it was kind of like I was just waiting for him to like make plans with me and like like take initiative to see me and it didn't really happen so that made me even more upset and angry and so yeah like I remember I think I saw him like two or three days before Christmas and it was because he's like oh like I still need to get you a gift like want to go shopping so I basically picked up my own present which is it still felt like really shitty to have to do that because like that day like I was hoping like to see him already but then because I didn't hear from him I ended up going shopping with my mom and then I think later in the afternoon he finally like messaged me and was like hey like do you want to go but I was like I'm really annoyed because I already went with my mom and it's like but then the fact that this is a finally like finally he asked me to hang so I was like fuck fine like obviously I still want to see him that kind of stuff so I went but like I don't know like I felt the, the mood already felt like it was really different and I was like I, I feel so hurt right now just talking about it like okay whatever um yeah and then I saw him on Christmas and that was just a really bad day like he asked me to come over because his grandma wanted to see me and like wanted me to come over for Christmas dinner so I did just like for the courtesy of it because because his grandma wanted to see you not because he wanted to see you yeah he said my grandma wants you to come over like every single time he like would invite me over he would always be like oh my grandma wants to see you like my grandma wants you over but I know like whenever he did that I kind of also hurt too because like oh why don't you say like you you want me to come over like yeah I'm I appreciate and I'm very thankful that like his grandma liked me and wanted me to be there but I wanted to see it from him more kind of thing especially since I felt very like very alone and distant already so it's like it would have been nice to hear it from him rather than from his grandma (laughs) yeah and especially during like those times or like times like a tip for like the boyfriends out there like a time when you're really busy and like we it's not like we don't get that you're busy but that reassurance or just letting them know how you feel or like hey like I miss you like I really want to see you but like obviously we're busy right now I feel like that's so important in relationships just the communication really Mm -hmm. so yeah continue your story Okay, I actually have a question, though. Like, he did say, like, oh, I'm busy. Like, I can't talk. Like, would you guys think that's okay? Like, he did let me know, like, he's busy. He can't talk. But did he ever, like, reassure you? Like, hey, like, I really want to see you. But, like, obviously exams are getting in the way. Like, 
I don't know. Or how, even how like, or even like, hey, I'm busy. I can't talk. Sad face. Like even having a sad face reassures you that oh, like he's sad that he can't talk to me. Whereas mm-hmm. like if you're just saying oh, hey, I'm busy, can't talk. Don't bother me. Then it's a whole different feeling, right? So I feel like that wouldn't be acceptable. But if he somehow managed to tell you that he's sad that he can't see you, then I think that's okay. Did he ever? I can't remember. Maybe he did. Maybe I was just clingy back then. Or just like small acts of service. But I felt like the vibe, <laughs> the vibe just yeah. felt like he he wasn't feeling like that. But then I guess I th- I think I remember he maybe he did say that he wanted to see me, but he just really couldn't. And like I think the way of him trying to see me was like after he's done studying at like eleven and twelve, telling me to still come over and see him, kind of thing. But also, like, my mom, for those who know me, like, my mom is so strict. Like, I can't leave the house at that time unless I sneak up. But it's so fucking scary. Like, my mom is really, really strict and really scary. I feel like that doesn't really sit well with me just because you're like, oh, well, he would still make an effort after he's done studying. But then that just makes it seem like he's just willing to see you when it's convenient for him. It's not like he's sacrificing or willing to see you even if it's out of his way. You know what I mean? That's actually exactly how I felt because I think I actually brought it up to him. Like, I don't want to see you around 11 and 12 when it's convenient for you. I think I actually told him that because I was like, that's how it felt. Like, you'll only see me when it's convenient for you, not like when it's convenient for me or like you're not making a compromise to come see me and that kind of effort. Or like, why didn't you guys just ever study together? It was hard to study together because whenever we did study together, we wouldn't focus Mm. because we just want to like hang out and like chill oh yeah that makes sense yeah anyways back to the story um yeah so i went over for christmas dinner but (laughs) i just remember it being the most awkward dinner ever because like i think his uh, family speaks a little bit of a dialect or like it just i can't really understand their family's language even though it's cantonese i think like the way they speak and because i'm not that asian it was hard for me to like understand what they're saying so every single time they would, they would talk to me like i wouldn't really know what they're saying and like he wouldn't even like translate for me like it was just so awkward we didn't say a single word to each other during that dinner and it just felt so like so weird and then after dinner like i just went home for my own dinner oh my god <laughs> i you guys should have seen me listening to the story like my jaw was just like dropping i was like i can't believe that actually happened to you Yeah, so I already felt, like, really sad and, like, really alone. Like, I wasn't even really in a relationship. So I I think during that time, I already came to a conclusion, like, I can't keep doing this. Because it wasn't just, like, the last month. I think we were really, we were on, like, a rocky patch for a really long time. Like, I I remember probably even from the summer all the way to, like, Christmas kind of thing. I just remember it was just, not that we fought a lot, but it just felt very sad. And I felt very alone and, like, not, like, I was in a relationship. It was that sixth sense that you were... Yeah, six months, six sense. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I felt I felt like that and it felt like a long time coming already. And I felt like, oh, that's... I can't do this anymore. Like, I need... I can't keep being sad and feeling this way. Like, I don't want to be feeling so shitty all the time when I'm, like, in a relationship. So I, I think by that time I decided, like, yeah, it's, it's time. It's over. Like, I gotta... I gotta and this kind of thing and then so we didn't see each other until from christmas all the way until new year's eve when he finally asked me to like hang so we went for brunch and 
like he he was the one who was like oh let's go for brunch and he already picked up a place and he was giving me like the effort that I've like always wanted and he was being super like lovey-dovey and like showing me all these like feelings and like how much like he he cared for me kind of thing and I was like finally like finally he gave me that but that was already like I decided that I was going to brunch to let him know like like it's over kind of thing you know like I'm, I'm I'm done with this like I can't do this anymore it's too hard like not because I not because I didn't love him but it's because it was just I'm so tired of being so sad did you give any like hints that you wanted to break up and that's what motivated him to be better or did he just suddenly have a change of heart no I didn't t- I don't think we even talked from like Christmas we didn't really talk much from Christmas all the way to like when we oh, saw damn. each other yeah I think he just had a change of heart and then- well I did ask him afterwards okay and then so basically like we had such a good brunch and like the entire time I was sitting like at brunch I was like oh my god like he's being like so loving like this is gonna be so hard like how am I gonna tell him but I still like went through it because I knew like this one brunch won't change anything like this might just be like spontaneous and like once in a while but for the most part it's been very sad and hard for me to deal with so I still went through with it and like I told him and I think he already expected a new too not because I gave him any indication that I was gonna like break up with him but it was because I think he knew how we were like the the dynamic between us was like and it was hard for him too and then yeah so I did ask him like oh why did you suddenly like suddenly like give me all this effort and everything that I like wanted like the, the love from you and that kind of stuff and he was like oh it's because I wanted to show you that I, can- I am capable of doing it I can do it and I think that even hurt me even more because it's like oh you can do it but like you haven't been giving it to me so it's it just kind of hurt me too and it's like why did you show me now like why why couldn't you just be consistent like this throughout the entire relationship kind of thing yeah so then we broke up basically new year's eve and then i had to go to work so that was basically the end of that and then but then we ended up talking the next day and i think we both just like we really knew like it was a long time coming and like we were both okay with it but for the next like six months so from January all the way till probably like June July we would see each other maybe like once a month and like we would like talk here and there but normally it would st- was still usually me who asked him to hang out it was always me like hey like how you been like let's h- see each other soon because I think both of our mindsets was that even though we broke up it was just temporary like we were planning on just like taking time apart and just doing our own thing until like we're finally at a place where like we're good and we want to get back together and be with each other so for both of us we were like oh this is a temporary breakup and so we would check up on each other like once a month and still see each other and talk and then it wasn't really until in the summer actually back backtrack I felt like so it wasn't super hard for me to like I wasn't sad for so long I think I was probably sad for like a month or two or maybe not even but it's because I already felt like we weren't together for a long time already I felt very alone already so it didn't feel like much has changed except for the fact that like it was official and that like we wouldn't talk as much but it's also I think because I knew like would end up getting back together that made it easier for me to like not um be so sad about it and then it wasn't until six months later when it was during the summertime and I was having like a lot of fun with my friends, surrounding my surrounding myself with like all my friends, always going to play ultimate and like just having a lot of fun with like the people that I was with. And it just kind of reminded me how 
easy and how carefree and happy I felt compared to how I felt like maybe a year ago during that time when I was feeling so sad and alone even though I had like a boyfriend compared to like being single and like having so much fun and no worries and not not have to worry about somebody else's feelings I think that's what really set me free and I realized like oh I don't want to get back together but I don't think like from that time all the way like from from when we broke up all the way to the summertime like I never really thought about the breakup or processed what happened it just it just sat like oh we're gonna get back together so like just do your own thing and like just try to like not be too sad and then it ended from going there to being like so happy that I was having so much fun that I just like forgot about it so I never really I never really processed and like thought about our relationship and reflected on it it was just kind of like it happened and it just moved on kind of thing but yeah that's like my story yeah that was an emotional roller coaster how did I deal with it I just dealt with it by just having so much fun and like being surrounded by friends yeah basically I feel like for sure like the people around you and their support is such a huge thing especially like after a relationship or just in general yeah like being constantly surrounded by like good people like good vibes and like good laughs and like mm -hmm. all that company like good company is so important to like help you get through because their support is literally what's gonna help you get through your breakup I think but yeah, that was a very emotional roller coaster for me to talk about that. But now it's your turn, Judy. Thank God it's off my, it's off me now. Props to Angie though, because it's actually like very hard to get her to open up sometimes. So, like for her to be able to go on this podcast and share her stories, like I'm a proud I, mama, yeah, proud best friends, and also just like please appreciate the transparency we're giving through this podcast because sometimes it is hard to open up and like, yeah. Especially because we don't know who's listening to. And we do know that the majority of the people who are listening right now are very close to us. And sometimes they don't even know the story. And I actually had a comment recently. They're like, wow, I feel like I'm really getting to know Angie on this podcast. Really? Yeah. I, was, I still don't say very much, though. No, but, no, like, but your like, personality yeah, and stuff. Like your oh, personality, oh. your like, wit. You're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Thanks, guys. But I don't like exposing much, so <laughs> especially other people. Yeah, this is the most you'll ever hear from her. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so that's the end of my story. So Judy, do you want to talk about your experience with uh, breakups? Um. Okay, so I guess I won't have to go into super detail with the story of why we broke up because as you guys heard in episode four... What? Three. three sorry <laughs> yeah episode What's three um I guess I'll just dive right into how I dealt with the breakup for me I think both Angie and Katie were saying oh having friends and people around you will help you a lot but I think personally I love being alone so then it's like when I I'm dealing with something I don't want anyone to be bothering me so even through the breakup I don't think I dealt with it by going out with friends and all those things. I just let myself sulk. And in hindsight, maybe that wasn't the best way to deal with the breakup, but that's how I dealt with it. And like just one really, really crucial moment in the breakup, like at the peak of my heartbreak was when I think we were in grade 12 and then it was really rainy one night and then I was walking home from school and then it started drizzling rain and I was walking home and I had my headphones in and obviously I was listening to these like sad breakup songs and crying to it, right? But then once it started raining even more and it eventually started pouring, I was like, 
I'm just gonna keep walking in the rain. So I was like listening to like the most like saddest, Lana Del Rey. like not even Lana Del Rey, like I don't even know, like Adele or something like that. <laughs> and then I was like walking in the pouring rain for maybe an hour, crying. And I couldn't even tell the difference between like my tears or the rain because it was just like both were going so hard down my face. And I was like, fuck it. I took my hood off. I was like trying to get myself drenched and just like self-sabotaging myself. It was like I was purposely trying to feel the heartbreak. Like, I don't know what it is with breakups. I feel like all girls can relate or even guys that when you're going through pain, you somehow want to sabotage yourself even more by inflicting more pain on yourself. I'm not thinking like, oh, I'm in so much pain that I need to feel better. I'm like, oh, I'm in so, so much pain. I want to make it worse for myself. I'm going to walk in rain. I'm going to listen to sad music, like all those things. I agree. Like, don't you love it when you listen to sad songs and it just hurts you even more? Yeah, it like, feels, it hurts so good. It yeah, hurts so it hurts good. so good. Like, yes, hit me right in the feels. Just yes. hurt me even more. Yes, especially when there's that one lyric that just like hits yeah. me right on the spot. It's like, yeah. oh, so relatable. Yeah, it hurts and then, so bad. And then, and then when you're like healing and getting better and you listen to the same sad song, but it doesn't hit you right anymore, you repeat it and you're like, I have to go back and yeah. see if it hurts Yo, me even same, more. Same, same. It's like, I want to bring myself back to that pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you feel, Judy. Yeah. Right. I had a whole playlist designated to like super sad, depressing songs to help me get over a breakup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so basically that happened. I was like drenched in rain. I felt like I was in a fucking music video, guys. <laughs> and then because I was like wandering around my neighborhood, I finally stumbled upon Katie's neighborhood. So I was like, Katie, can I come over? And then she like opened the door and I was like drenched in rain and my eyes were puffy and my nose was red. And she was just like, Are you okay? Let me get you a towel. And then I was like still crying and sobbing while she was putting a towel on me. And at this point, like she knew that I was still going through that breakup, right? Like, wasn't that the night you guys broke up? No, no, no. This was maybe a few months after already because Mm -hmm. that breakup was so messy, as you guys know already, that like we had so many like residual conflicts like oh we were friends with benefits and we were like together but not together and then we had like friends issues and all these things this was even months after that i was still so heartbroken over it but basically yeah she like was putting a towel over me and then she was like oh like do you want food i was like crying and i was like nodding my head i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) even in times of uh, pain we still need to be fed by katie's mom (laughs) yeah exactly the true fat ass um but then yeah like i remember like she gave me a warm bowl of pasta and like she dried me up and then i finally felt better but i think going through a breakup or just how to deal with the breakup is to just feel the sadness whereas like angie let's say she didn't feel the sadness and she just moved on and she was like oh well I'm better now and I feel good but then even up to this day like sometimes like she'll still have those reflecting moments where she's like oh like I do still feel kind of sad about it or like you know what I mean Angie yeah actually I advise to not be like me and like not reflect and like not like avoid it yeah I think it's actually better to like to feel your feelings and really really reflect and internalize it so you can understand and process it otherwise you're not gonna be able to move on because it was pretty recent when I finally, like, processed what happened and, like, reflected back on my relationship back then. This is literally, like, two, three years afterwards. Not that I felt sad back then from my breakup till now, but just don't be like me and avoid your feelings. Like, I know it's easier to just, like, move on and be happy and not think about it, but it's so much more healthier for your, like, mental health to really, like, process and internalize what happened. Yeah, and, like, to add on to that, like, I did notice the difference between my first official breakup compared to my 
most recent one is really reflecting on that relationship Mm -hmm. and not even reflecting in terms of like oh what they did wrong or what like trying to like be the victim of the breakup but really reflect on like how you acted in the relationship as well and how both parties like contributed to the breakup yeah like how both parties were in the relationship how they contributed to the breakup is so important Mm -hmm. yeah that's very true because like i feel like in any breakup regardless of who broke up with who the person when you're reflecting back on it i feel like people tend to victimize themselves and feel like oh yeah like they did me wrong in this 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 but then you later realize that the breakup didn't come from just one person right it's like you can't say it's only one person's fault anyways back to what angie was saying um it's not good to avoid it but again it's not good like me if you just let yourself sulk in sadness so i feel like it's a good balance to deal with the breakup whereas like you do reflect and it's also good to surround yourself with good vibes and most importantly good people so i guess that wraps up the end of episode five guys we are halfway through season one Who who even would have thought? Okay, yeah, guys. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys at the next episode. So stay tuned for next Thursday. Bye. Bye.